0: Big laugh. Ah! Oh my God, she's alive?
1: No, she's not. She's just undead.
0: Chardonnay.
2: Holy shit! Did she just say Chardonnay? Yeah, she did.
1: Look out, kids. Hey, little Mallory.
0: Chardonnay.
2: I got this, Cliff.
0: Oh, the dead don't.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Joel Murphy. And I'm Andy McIntyre. This is Silver Linings Playback, the podcast where we watch maligned movies and we
0: find their silver linings. And we're mean to our friends. We are.
1: uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: And we make them watch terrible movies and be on our podcast. And so sometimes, like we do every May, we let some of those friends come back and and exact some revenge on us. So for being subjected to the mockbuster Transmorphers about eight <laughs> months ago, uh, we're bringing back our good friend Sean Lada. Hey, Sean.
2: Hey guys. Hey, thanks for having me
1: back on. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's nice to see you, man.
1: You too. And, you know, I... and we're what. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I'm gonna come out hot because uh we're we're pretty deep into this month at this point. And sure. I'm I'm gonna say it, and Sean, I love you, buddy, but this is the first time I felt like a guest got revenge on us this <laughs> month. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: if if it if it makes you feel any better, as soon as I finished watching this movie again, this is the second time I seen it, I felt I felt so angry and I was just like, God, damn! Like I don't, can we cuss on this podcast? Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: I was like, ah, damn it. I can't believe I had to sit through this movie again. <laughs> it, 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 it just made me so, <laughs> so frustrated and so angry. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're, we're all in it together. But, man.
0: Yeah. And to make it clear, we watched uh, Jim Jarmusch's The Dead Don't Die. Mm-hmm yeah yeah we did and uh, oh man what yeah what a ride yeah what a ride mm-hmm. I, I,
2: you know i uh i'm a big fan of of jim yeah <laughs> on a yeah first day basis sure <laughs> and, uh, yeah uh i really like his movies a lot and i uh i i I get it. I'm, you know, he's he's an indie filmmaker. He has, you know, uh, he has this this amazing cast, uh, and he had this new idea to do sort of a zombie movie. It's sort of out of his regular, um, out of his regular sort of playbook. So I went to see this movie with a friend of mine who's kind of a nerdy guy. He's in, in Marvel, all that stuff, and and we're both trying to go see a uh, nice zombie movie he wasn't as familiar with jim Jarmusch. i i saw you know like uh a dead man and and broken flowers and all that stuff so i was like oh there might be a, a few different you know uh changes he decides to make to this but this is this movie it's almost as if he's just like fuck you uh i'm 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 going to throw all the stuff out where like the dialogue is kind of stilted. We'll all we'll get into it, but I, I just, I'm, I'm just kind of left scratching my head why he went the direction that he did.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think you nailed it because yeah, it's, I'm curious about your friend too, who, who didn't know sure. Jim Jordan Because if you went into this <laughs> and you were just like, I love zombie <laughs> movies is a zombie right. movie. I love this love cast. Bill Murray, Adam yeah. Driver. Right. This, <laughs> right. You would be so confused where again, I I also I like Jim Jarmusch. I mean, uh, Coffee and Cigarettes is probably my favorite right. of his films. Like yes. I I right. I know his thing. I I feel like I get it, but yeah, it's it's baffling if you know his work. I can't imagine this movie if you don't.
0: Well, right. Yeah. At, at the best of times, Jim Jarmusch is not the most accessible of filmmakers. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Um, to, to put it to put it mildly, he is yes. the word esoteric comes to mind. Yes. Um. You know, and he, he. He is unmistakably Jim Jarmusch, and then he made a zombie movie. And <clears throat> this might sound like a compliment, but I assure you it isn't. Uh, never has a movie captured the shambolic pace of the undead like the dead don't die. <laughs> I, I think I, I mean, maybe maybe this is verging into
1: already silver linings territory for me. I could talk sure. myself into it, but right. I almost love the audacity of like, let's be honest. I love zombie movies, yeah. but it's a slam dunk genre of you don't even have yes. to make a good zombie movie to make a a highly successful uh, you know and popular zombie movie and right. and this was I believe I read like his biggest I think that he got like a big theatrical release for this that this he is does his it. only
0: movie yep. with a wide theatrical release yeah. Yeah. and so yeah.
1: all of Which, that that in itself is insane but all of that and then the fact that he almost defiantly refuses to give you anything you want from the genre that like I'm gonna make a zombie movie but it will not deliver anything that you want it to no
2: it, and even more egregious than that is that, like, again, the cast is um, incredible. Yeah, there's no problem getting, like, really good people in his movies. Coffee and cigarettes is a great example. Yeah. A, a, a lot of, A lot of other movies... Amazing. Wes Anderson would like kill to have this cast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yet, and on top of that, all the special effects, all the practical effects with like gore and and and, and all of that. Great. Mm-hmm. It's all great. Like it's it's all very well done. The choreography as far as like the zombies and stuff, all really all really like interesting. The fact that they only say uh they're kind of connected to the place that they usually went to so they're repeating that word it's all very well thought out even like the Earth's access part yeah really kind of as far as zombie movies go a kind of unique uh way
1: to also like kind of uh, old school introduces it, right it's a very retro explanation where we we've, we've gotten more into, Viruses and blood and all of that, but this this felt like way more of a throwback to the early days of zombie movies. It's like, no, like, it's right. just magic. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> all right, and yet it is. It's almost you know I, I wrote in, in my notes, uh, twenty two minutes in, and I still haven't laughed yet because you can pick like you can pick a side. You can either make it like a zombie movie or you can make it sort of a satire on a zombie movie, Shaun which of I the think Dead. Yeah, right. Yeah, but, and and you have to pick a side, and then on top of that. Uh, not to get too much into it already, but there's sort of, he's trying to make a statement, I think, on like consumerism. Mm-hmm. He's trying to perhaps make a statement on and the zombie And he's the first gen- person to genre. do that in a
0: zombie movie.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, George Romero, <laughs> with all your symbolism. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But even that is like kind of half-assed and, um, and to put, you know, and to have Tom Waits in it too, delivering like great lines, which essentially mean nothing, is just, it's infuriating. Yeah, well, it's just infuriating. Thing, if it? you
1: told me Tom Waits would be narrating scenes and I'd be bored by them, I, I wouldn't have believed yeah. you. I didn't think that was possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, Right. That you have Tom Waits playing, was it Hermit Jim or something like that? <laughs> Hermit, Hermit Bob. Bob Hermit yes. Bob, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and is the bookend of the movie and just watches the movie with us essentially Mm
2: -hmm. right he's sort of the narrator of what's going on he's somehow not captured by these zombies despite being in the woods and uh he's sort of yeah he's taken us through sort of the movie as as the zombies progress he kind of knows somehow what's going to happen before everyone else does um
0: like This movie could have just as easily been called I'm Jim Jarmusch and fuck you, I'm making a zombie movie. And that would have been
2: (laughs) yeah, just as good a title. I I don't know what his... I wonder if this was like a Trojan horse kind of thing where he was like, I have a huge theatrical release. I hate action (laughs) movies. I hate zombie movies. Uh, This is my only chance to do something about it. I'm going to shit all over this movie and I'm going to let every, I'm going to make all <laughs> quote unquote like nerds suffer uh, by watching this because, because so I don't know what the box office numbers were. I can't imagine they were that great, but you know, people went to see this movie not knowing much about it because I don't think the trailer really showed that much either. And uh, I can only imagine they were left as confused as I was and <laughs> my friend was, and and, and uh, yeah, I, it's just it's just baffling.
1: I feel like and that, if we keep talking about it, you can almost talk me into an yes. Andy Kaufman interpretation of this movie <laughs> that it's it's bad on
0: purpose because he was amusing himself. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. a non-zero chance that that's true. <laughs> and like, if you if you were to like, I get, you know, how this movie got greenlit. Where sure. You know, it's like Jim is like, I'm going to take an all-star cast of the type of actors that straddle the line between huge celebrity and but still have enough indie cred, and we're right. going to do an existential musing on the zombie genre. Right. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. It's like, OK, right. great. Here it is. I already did it.
1: Well, I also think you give right.
0: studios too much credit that he even
1: needed to say all that. I think when he said... Like Adam Driver, Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, right. zombies. They Tilda, they right. already wrote the check. They didn't bother yeah. to read the script. That was right. probably like a, a yes in the and room. Selena
0: Gomez, is it, <laughs> and
2: Austin Butler. Yeah, future <laughs> future star Austin, Austin before Butler
1: before he was Elvis all the time. This was pre yeah. committing to pre- be Elvis, <laughs> Elvis the rest of his life. <laughs> <Yeah>. Austin Butler.
2: <laughs> it's it's just and it and and another thing is just like. We start at the beginning of the movie. It 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 all seems to start off, you know, innocent enough.
1: You feel in good it's hands. In, small, in the beginning. It's in a
2: small town. Yeah. They're kind of trying to go for like a Fargo thing with Bill Murray and Adam Driver. They're small town cops. They're in like a sleepy little town. Not much happens there, and and then you kind of start to see. As, uh, as the minutes go by sort of like the meta sort of with the dead don't die being played, uh, throughout the movie. And, uh, which by the way, good for, um,
0: Sturgill uh, Simpson. What's
2: his name? Yeah, Sturgill Simpson. <laughs> because he gets mentioned like five yeah. or six times.
1: Yeah, it, it's funny. Uh, like we last week, and I know you weren't here, Sean, but we we watched um, Saving Silverman. And I think oh, sure. in the way that that movie puts over Neil Diamond, this movie puts over <laughs> Sturgill Like it's the same mm-hmm. level of by the end of this movie, you will know the name and the song <laughs> and he's getting a check.
2: Yeah, and it's not a bad song, really. It's, yeah. it's it's pretty decent. Yeah. No,
0: as as the leading troubadour of the neo alt country mu- movement, you know, good on you, Sturgill. Yeah. What a perfect choice for this bizarre ass movie.
1: Yeah. All yeah. right. So what, um, what? There's. I feel like there's a few things that we definitely need to talk about. Yes, I don't know in sure. what order we want to tackle these.
2: Uh, I'll let you guys lead
1: the way. <laughs> uh, let's. Thanks. What'd you say? <laughs> uh, I just said yeah. thanks. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. Let's the the first one that popped into my mind, uh, the meta stuff. Do we want to start yes. there? Sure.
0: Yeah. I yeah. I had to rewind that scene. <laughs> Cause I was like, did that no, that didn't just they didn't just kick down the fourth wall in the yep. third act well, it, it's and then weird. never address it again it's weird yep. because there's
1: there's one little moment because my ears perked up the first time which is this is what made me think of it because we were talking about the song the dead don't die when yep. it's when adam driver and bill murray are in the car and they're playing it and bill murray says something to him about the song and adam driver said it's the theme song and yep. i was kind of like huh <laughs> okay that that felt a little meta right. but still like contextually, it could be their theme song as cops. Like, so right. I kind of brushed it. Off. Okay, I'm noting that, but whatever, you know. But then, yeah, you get to the end and it goes full Spaceballs, like where Adam yeah. Driver explains that he has read the script and he knows right. how the movie will end. Right,
2: which again, leads nowhere. No, there's
1: no it's point all, to uh, it.
2: <laughs> almost all the dialogue between Adam Driver and Bill Murray is not only incredibly boring but it really doesn't lead anywhere nope um it, it's it's uh yeah it, yeah it's it's insane
0: well i mean when um, you get two of the all-time great deadpan actors in a police car together yeah. you know shocking that it's, it can be a little dry <laughs> right which again like that makes sense with the characters
2: i was going back and forth between watching it being like this kind of makes sense these are like small town cops again maybe this is supposed to be this way maybe the dialogue is supposed to be like really dry or not really lead anywhere but it it just um even the characters even uh uh who was it chloe sevigny yeah one of us got that right i don't know if it was me or andy but one of us pronounced that (laughs) last we're never gonna say it again (laughs) right I I, I think thank God she joins them because
1: she actually kind of reacts
0: to
2: things forward. Right. She reacts to things. She's the comedic
1: one of the three, which you wouldn't have. Maybe that's part of the bit is that of the three of them, the one with the most like just absolute serious acting chops. I don't do comedy is the comic relief.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, She, She was in the brown bunny
2: yes she was and
0: kids let's not that forget was, kids let's not forget oh, kids right, yeah. kids uh, yeah. laugh right Riot. yeah just right. hilarious
2: yeah sure yeah roger, yeah, roger hubert really is a, a big fan <laughs> right. of hers um yeah so that was yeah that was the first meta one and the, yeah you mentioned joel the the second one where he where he says oh yeah i know how this movie is gonna end it's in the script and then and then a ufo shows up mm-hmm. yeah which, it does which to add insult to injury, abducts uh, the. I think my favorite character in the whole movie, it's just Tilda Swinton's character Zelda, uh, and they just she just leaves. She just leaves the movie. Well, it's unclear and
1: that's that. even if she's abducted because I think the dialogue might imply that she was an alien yes yeah well, well there's, there's a scene-, the scene
0: where she has the, like she like just turns the computer on and is typing the right. crazy stuff yeah. in and
1: so right. i think that yeah it's she she goes home in the end i guess yeah. right. <laughs> she gets rescued yeah
2: right <laughs> she gets rescued and this is also after she says she like basically confronts bill murray and the uh, the rest of the police officers and say what are you going to do are you going to do something about this and they said well yeah i guess you better go out on patrol and do something she says okay well i'll stay here at the police station and you know basically be backup while you guys do that and they say okay thanks so they go do their thing and apparently i guess she just had enough and uh (laughs) and loved and was abducted yep again it's a good example of like uh, this makes no sense. As we like, as we all know from like improv, like a decent like edit or not edit, like exit. Right? You kind of have to sometimes. You need to have a good reason. There are multiple examples of this of it not going that way. Like her exit, Chloe Sevigny's exit, where she sees her grandmother as a zombie and then jumps out of the <laughs> out of the police car and dies. I mean, it's it's just as if like Jim Jarmusch is just like, okay, I'll. I'll get rid of this person now by having them do this thing. That's completely unreal.
1: You're reminding me, Andy, do you remember? I won't mention the person's name, but we all know who the person is, but we, we were once doing an improv scene where our genre, our genre was sci-fi and the person decided to be a vampire. (laughs) <laughs> i believe we were on a spaceship at the time
2: <laughs> i love that That's
0: so it's, it's that kind of vibe. I, I do i do remember that vividly yes yeah. uh oh. yeah uh, i i yep um no like this uh, this movie is so perplexing because mm-hmm. yes it's like it's like he read the wikipedia list of zombie movie tropes Right. and that's the script mm-hmm.
2: right and and yeah it would be so much easier if it was just so clear that he hated zombie movies right. it'd be so much easier to be like jip jarmos hates zombie movies he hates this genre so he's shitting on it but the fact that he, all these characters are fairly like well developed is is so perplexing i don't even like uh his name, Bobby or the 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 comic book nerd like Bobby Wiggins, he has right. He has different like posters from 60s like horror movies. There's a lot of like Easter eggs there. So it, it's clear that he's gone to like great care to for these sets to put sort of Easter eggs to kind of uh, tip the cap to this genre. And it, he's not just kind of uh, throwing. Throwing in the the bucket or whatever uh in regards to this movie. And yet, it's still so hard to get through.
0: Right. Well, yeah, it's, it's so weird because it's like, if you take Shaun of the Dead, for example, it's clear yeah. that Edgar Wright is a huge fan of zombie cinema. Yes. Right. And uh, pays a ton of winks and nods and acknowledges the tropes and everything of zombie movies. And then... Right. Like, this is almost the polar opposite, where it's, I think, pretty clear that Jim Jarmus hates zombie movies and pays attention to the, and, like, does all the same winks and nods with, like, almost saying, look how dumb and bad this is. Right. But it's it's just such a bizarre experiment in filmmaking. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, a ton of of care and attention went into this movie. Right. And it seemed like he hated it. Well and yeah, right. and then it it raises the question, who is this for? Because
1: people right. who like zombie
0: movies aren't
1: going to like it, and people who don't right. like zombie movies aren't gonna watch it. So who's your yeah. demo on this? Is
0: it Forrest Whitaker? <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I, I I I don't know. Uh it's um it, it I was I was going to say that uh, it, it it seems like this is a scenario where another thing I was thinking of while watching this was like, it seems like one of those scenarios, and this usually just happens in music, but I'm sure it happens in movies too, where someone is like under contract and they have to do, you know, a movie or usually like an album. And they're like, all right, you want an album? I'm gonna make you an album, and it's trash. It's awful intentionally, and just so they can fulfill that obligation, the contract, and they can wash their hands of it. This seems like one of those movies. It, it, it also sort of seems like, yeah, but but I don't think it is because again, it got such a, a wide release, and this is, this is not even a movie you could say is like a love letter to no. uh, zombie movies. Like you know, how- it's almost hate mail. Yeah, it's almost hate mail. Uh,
1: It really is. Also, I mean, you said that you were thinking that it it was mostly in music, but I do. I think the most famous example of exactly what you're talking about is Spider-Man Three by Sam Raimi. Is that is someone who is tanking a movie (laughs) because he doesn't want to make it? Yeah, right. Yeah, (laughs) because they said put venom in it, and he was like, "Okay, but it's gonna be terrible."
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and even that movie is better than this one, which is oh, seen a lot.
1: No, I mean that movie I mean for the you know uh the like douchey Peter Parker alone is fantastic yeah. with the dance scene. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I mean that that is the scene. <laughs> yeah. The finger guns as oh, he yeah. like yeah. <laughs> as he walks out. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i just you know i'm just i'm just reading over the notes that i took and it's just again so uh, steve buscemi's in this also and he plays like like, a (laughs) a mega like trump white
1: supremacist (laughs) with a a red (laughs) trump hat that says make america white
0: again
2: Right. Right. Yeah. And, oh, that's and like, what
0: they were referring to. Okay, I get right, it now. Yeah. Oh, okay. It so was a little think, subtle right. for me, but Yeah, right.
2: Because there are because there are references to like fake news also, I think, with Yeah. with the polar whatever thing.
0: The polar fracking. Danny Glo-
2: yeah. D- Danny Glover is great in it and um I I wonder I wonder how much improv was was used in this like movie. How much he kind of let them go on their own. There are just some really bizarre lines. There's this great line. Here's here's the two times I laughed in this movie. <laughs> First time I laughed was this is a great scene like the diner scene where uh, Bill Murray shows up and then Adam Driver shows up. Adam Driver goes in. He's it's, for those who haven't seen the movie. There's carnage. There's the the waitress of the diner and there's a woman who i believe is like a cleaner she has she's i think like a, a maid or something like that because she was talking about working at another establishment and and or she worked at a funeral home that's what it was i think she said she like cleaned up there but anyway they they die unfortunately they get torn apart and adam driver comes torn out apart by iggy pop
0: let's put. let's put
2: let's right. put that out there <laughs> right. yeah. which i love
1: iggy pop also who <laughs> just plays a zombie we never see him right. not I a zombie he, that's right yeah
2: <laughs> who loves coffee yeah and he and he says uh oh my god bill it? yeah it's pretty bad huh it's like what what do you think happened could it be uh one uh wild animal maybe several wild animals and he said yeah i don't know and then it just repeats the next person yeah, it's says the, like rule of wilder. threes when, yeah, when of chloe three, shows uh, up yeah. she yeah she does the right. same
1: thing Notice I didn't say her last name. I was avoiding right.
2: it. <laughs> so that was fun. I, that like, was I got a good, good chuckle out of that. All right.
1: And uh, all right, but and I, then, I, yeah, I Sean, look, you look like you're trying to right. pivot, and I just want to make sure I'm, that we're, yeah, we're I, ready. Good off on a we got to make sure <laughs> yeah. that we're that we're, we're fully ready to we're fully Because I look, I I want to say, and this isn't, an, I'm not even blaming this movie, but this movie just reminded sure. me of uh, an old man rant that I want to get into because it falls into it. Please. A, Uh, Can we make movies visible on home televisions again? Can we just shoot night scenes in a way that I can watch them in a, you know, if I have some amount of sunlight coming into my apartment? Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah, we just wanted to throw that out there. Because, like, yeah. there were multiple times in this movie where I, I really tried. Look, I had to watch it in the afternoon and I really tried.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah.
0: We had and to watch uh, it in the light of day because you were too scared of the zombies. <laughs> oh, were you that, too scared of the zombies. The, that was the the zombies zombie's when it when Pop or I, or no? had
1: that coffee urn and was. Stumbling around, yeah. I was terrified. Coffee. And I was like, I gotta finish <laughs> this yeah. in the daylight.
2: All that snap- <laughs> I, I gotta finish this in the
1: light of day. I, I don't know, Carol Kane's desire to still drink after death is really freaking me out. <laughs> just that a sad so meditation a on alcoholism, you know. <laughs> um, all right, I don't know. That, I just wanted to get that one out of my system. I don't know, yes, does anyone please. else yeah. have anything else specific?
0: I, I mean, this movie's just, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's baffling. Yeah. I think that that's... Yeah. It starts and end with it's baffling. It's a
0: baffling film. Yeah. Uh, like, on yeah. paper, I should have loved this movie. Yeah. A lot. Right, right. And I think at best, I nothing this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. The best case scenario is that <laughs> I nothing this movie.
1: Does, I mean, Sean, I think you kind of nailed it. It does. We all have improv backgrounds, and I think it just has that feeling of, like, Man, sometimes you you go to see a troop that you love, and they, it might even be your friend's <laughs> troop, and it is sure. not their night, and it's just right. you're there for it. And at some point, you know, you start going like, oh, I'll, you know, I'm almost. They have to finish it. Like they, the they, yeah. they got to go until lights out. So we're <clears throat> yeah. all here for I this mean, journey now.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean the the end, the last line in this movie is "What a fucked up world," and that's the one that Hermit Bob says. Yeah. And he's saying this as he's seen pretty much all the main characters die. And spoiler. <laughs> oh yeah. And
0: uh, yeah, no one's gonna watch this movie
2: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and that's that's his kind of that's his last thought. Mm-hmm. And what a and, profound yeah, musing to,
0: on the human condition.
2: It, yeah. What a profound view. Yeah. It's and and also like, what what a. Uh, additional just fantastic sort of jab in the in the side, uh, nice fuck you from Jim to <laughs> in, in terms of like consumerism, in terms of like everyone that's sitting in that theater who bought a ticket and went to see his movie and he made I'm not saying he made millions off this movie, but he made something, I'm sure. I mean everyone makes something, but right. like I'm sure it didn't do that well in the box office. But I'd be to better turn a profit i'm sure it did and so for him to kind of for him to kind of just be like yeah what a fucked up world and to be the director of this movie that is so kind of insulting to people watching it is i don't know i just it's just it's just baffling
0: yeah um all right yeah yeah i'm I'm ready to pivot all
1: right. Well, um, well <laughs> yeah, um, sure. I look, this, this came up last week and I, I wanted to test this out. So, Sean, you get to be the test for this. Um, oh, great. Because we're officially so we're, we're pivoting and I want to make that clear great. to the audience. So let's, okay. let's give this a shot.
0: Pivot.
2: Pivot. Pivot. Pivot.
1: There we go. OK, so now everyone's clear <laughs> that we're in this second half. Great. Uh <laughs> fantastic. That seemed important.
2: That's good. That was uh thank you. That was I'm so glad, I'm glad you're time. here
1: because I can see Andy's look. So <laughs> no,
2: thank no, you for the a, support. It's Sean. a great episode. <laughs> thank I've you. Been the, I've been in that scenario <laughs> moving a couch many a <laughs> time, <and> it's awful. <laughs> it is awful. We great. actually
0: last week watching Saving Silver and spent quite a bit of time talking about the horrors of couch moving. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: oh my god, it's mm-hmm. terrible.
1: Yeah. Um, um but yeah, I mean I, like i said i i think we're kind of getting on it of like i could talk myself into an andy kaufman enjoyment of this movie of like right of just appreciating as you of were just, just the saying anti comedy of it right yeah well not even uh, just I, the anti-comedy just the anti-movie of it like just yeah, right no i'm not the zombies uh, aren't menacing they're killed pretty easily there doesn't seem right. to be a threat even though everyone dies it, like <laughs> right well I, I, a
2: group of characters I just remembered now were the juvenile kids mm-hmm. in Geronimo who kept sneaking into the the girl side of it, and like the, the stereotypical kind of guards being like, "Come on, let's go," and having to walk them back to the boy side. It was interesting to me, and I, and again it's a seesaw kind of thing. While we'll watching this movie where you're kind of leaned forward and you say, Oh, this might go somewhere. This might lead some, you know, it doesn't go no. anywhere. They, nope. they escape. Yeah. And then I don't, I don't remember what happens. To them. I think they I think become they zombies.
1: Just... Don't they? We see. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, right. They become zombies. Yeah, We okay. see them as zombies briefly. Right. But like just for like right. a couple seconds.
2: <laughs> yeah. And there's in, in Selena Gomez's group, they're all just so de- they're, they're the ones that are
1: dead in the hotel room, right? Selena Gomez. They're the group.
2: ones that are dead in the hotel room. And there is a again, it's it's a new it's like the second act, a new group of characters get introduced. Again, he's going back to sort of the stereotypical, like he's adding that scared teenager trip. element. Right. The scared teenager, the car itself is from but uh it's the homage to like the George Romero uh movie. So it's like it's all there and And they're dressed up like it's like the sixties or whatever, maybe kind of not really, but anyway, you're wondering where that goes and you're wondering, perhaps there's going to be like a confrontation between them and the zombies, perhaps like Selena Gomez and Austin Butler, Sleeve Gomez and the other actor are going to like team up and what, ultimately ends up happening is that they just die off camera Nothing, off, off camera. Camera, yeah. you don't even and then you see and then you see and then Adam, bizarre, Driver and Adam Driver goes in and decapitates all of them yeah decapitates them which is again kind of fun and it's kind of like interesting in a kooky way that he like uses a machete to 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 decapitate them but it doesn't again it doesn't lead anywhere it's kind of a, a fun little chuckle if that
0: yeah well and that's like one of like I have to assume it was intentional. It may have been a mistake because this whole movie had a first take vibe to it. Yeah. Like all the way through. But after he's like holding the severed head of Selena Gomez and her eyes just open for a second and then they close. Yeah. And it's like, that's Uh, fun. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah.
2: This is this is I remember thinking like I can't I don't think I've ever seen a zombie movie that was neither fun or like exciting or was yeah. it wasn't, like funny or exciting it didn't hit any of those marks No, it's it's, it is the like... most
1: anticlimactic zombie movie ever made <laughs> just at, at all points and i it had that thing too where like for the first i would say maybe even hour i'm watching this like oh yeah this is a slow burn this is a slow burn right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: Right, because because again, like a lot of his movies are like that, like broken. Uh, I think Broken Flowers is kind of like that. Very slow paced, and coffee and cigarettes. Yeah, and and that's kind of his like wheelhouse. It's like it's it's an art movie and like it's an indie movie, and he has that like, and that's fine. That's fine if he wants to like take that into this, but the fact that he just abandons that or kind of keeps it but isn't it, isn't it utilizing a great way.
0: I, don't I know. I, I would say there were two things I genuinely liked in it. Three things I genuinely liked in this movie. Uh, one, Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, Great. Carol Kane. Yes. yes. Yeah. Three, the fact that Tilda Swinton's character is Zelda Winston. Because yes. I love a funny name. <laughs> well, are you saying for my favorite funny name? Oh, in the, and, yeah, and because Rosie I, Perez's yeah. character name yeah, is, is Posey Juarez.
1: Yeah, Like, Posey (laughs) Juarez, to me, that made it worth it. Like, (laughs) I loved it. Yeah. Like, no notes. As soon as it said Posey Juarez on the screen. I, I, it was worth it to watch this entire movie. Yeah. I truly believe that. Yeah. It, yeah.
2: it is incredible. Yeah. yeah I, I totally agree. Andy, every scene with Zelda was incredible. It was like, a, <laughs> she had a samurai sword. She was Scottish for some reason. She was the owner of uh, the funeral the, parlor, um, mm-hmm. funeral parlor. It just like, oh, I would like, have loved to see. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Uh, go ahead. And the one scene that had like the true, like zombie vibe to it is when she's putting just the ridiculous new wave makeup on the two the elderly couple right. and then as their eyes just keep opening and closing right. and then they sit up and she just immediately decapitates them Right, yeah. and it's like that scene that is a funny zombie scene in this movie that is not funny
1: i did also yeah. really love the scene when she's on her way to be beamed back up to the mothership where yes. There's a zombie, like, outside the window of her car, and she sort of nonchalantly rolls the window down. I forget what she says, but she says something about what the the girl's wearing that gets her... Oh, to- she says fashion. Oh, no, she says... Because uh, oh no, she says the girl says fashion and is like posing. Right, no, she
2: says your um something is on the ground, like your yeah. It's
1: like some allusion to you dropped a piece of clothing or something like that. Right, and and whatever it is, it's like it gets this girl that that her zombie thing that she's locked in on is fashion to right. look down, and then she just chops her head off. <laughs> and then she kind
2: of drives away in the smart car. Yeah, yeah.
1: no, it's a good um, like just in self you know encapsulated scene that it works really well.
2: Yeah. And then there's, and then, you know, just remembering all of this now he does kind of like in the last few minutes kind of start to go into like sort of an action scene with it's the final, it's the last stand essentially with Bill Murray and Adam driver. And they, they're in the middle of a cemetery, which is like the worst place to be. And they get out of the car and they kind of do the classic sort of back to back thing, uh, Adam driver has a machete and Bill Murray has a shotgun and, and they're kind of like, they're going at it and unfortunately it doesn't end well for them, but that was like the closest. To an exciting zombie movie. Yeah. Yeah. The closest thing to exciting scene that I've ever seen in this. But
1: even that is sort of baffling because it's, on paper exciting and it's definitely sold right. as like their last stand but at the same time right. the zombies don't feel like a threat they just feel like they're yes. standing there <laughs> right.
2: they're still so slow yes. it's not like it's not like they're the zombies or like other movies that are running or that they're like It's still, the whole thing is just so slow. It feels like no (laughs) one
1: should die by a zombie. Like, it feels like every single person had, because even in the slow, you know, now we've kind of gone to faster zombies, but even in the old days of slow zombies, like they felt more menacing where these ones, again, they're like asking for Chardonnay or coffee or whatever. It seems like you could, if we were all Tilda Swinton, everyone could live. If you just weren't afraid and just said anything to them, they seem right. like they have the attention span of, you know, like birds or something. You could just, sh- something shiny right. and then you're gone.
2: Right. I mean, there's another line that Bob says, which he says, uh, zombies, remnants of the materialist people. But again, Which again, goes back to that sort of consumerist sort of thing that he's trying to do. But, it, so if you kind of stay on that track and you're like, okay, this is just a movie about the doldrums of being human and the doldrums of sort of like buying things that you don't need in life and and, and, uh, whether it's like American life or whatever, and how zombies aren't that far removed from the human existence. Sure. I could sort of see, I could see that, but he, he doesn't lean in enough to that. It's just, these kind of like, it's these fading sort of like statements from from Bob, and then they just kind of go nowhere. Yeah, but all that Which being is the point.
1: <laughs> all that being said, look, you put Tom Waits in your movie, you have him narrate, yeah. you make him a crazy hermit. I'm not not going to enjoy it. Like I love right. Tom hey. Waits so much, Me and too. I'm happy anytime he shows up in an acting capacity. Absolutely. And
0: one of the great long jokes is that like Steve Buscemi's character is initially angry that Hermit Bob <laughs> stole his chicken, and in one of the <laughs> and and when. Hermit Bob is spying on Steve Buscemi's character getting eaten by the zombies. He's eating a chicken leg. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's good chicken. Oh, yeah. That's I didn't even gold. Catch that. That's that is great. That is that was mwah, perfect. That might be the best paid-off yeah. joke in the entire right. film. Like, <laughs> I think it is.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no. Yeah. Tom Waits is great. Also, I mean, look if you haven't seen Coffee and Cigarettes, at least go watch the Seed sure. with him and Iggy Pop because it's yes. iconic. That,
0: and yeah, it, that is one of the better. Um, yeah. That movie is, is we could probably do for this podcast as well. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But right.
1: yeah, it's, I do like that movie, but yeah. I do too. No, yeah. I, I, I very much yeah. do too. Um,
2: I, I mean there, are, yeah, sorry, go
1: ahead. Oh, I was, I have a different thing. So if you wanted to, to say something. Oh, I
2: was just going to say there, and I've said this a number of times now, but there are just like a sprinkling of really kind of interesting scenes that are in this movie. So it, I, as much as I want to, I can't say like this is the worst movie I've ever seen because there are just these bizarre lines like when Danny Glover's character and Bobby were in the, um, they barricade themselves in um, the hardware store. hardware store and there's these guys that they just killed and Danny Glover says... I know those guys. These are my best customers. And Bobby says, who are they? He said, these are the good brothers. And Bobby's like, Oh, right. The good brothers. And he says, yeah, that's like Steve good or whatever his name was. And then he says he was born. He was a great guitarist. He was born holding a guitar pick in his hand when, <laughs> when he came out. And it's just like, <laughs> and then they just kind of move on after that. It's just, it's just a good throwaway line. And, uh, and that's that. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. I just, it just made me kind of scratch my head once again.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I wanted to share something too. Maybe you guys knew this, but this is in the IMDb trivia and I, I didn't know any of this. So I would put this as a silver lining too, because I learned this fact that maybe you guys already knew, or maybe you're about to learn as well. But the movie contains a few references to Ernie Goulardi Anderson, the host of shock theater, a popular late night horror program, that ran on Cleveland television in the 1960s. A poster for Goularty can be seen on the wall of the gas station behind Bobby at one point in the film. Bobby says, stay sick, to a group of children, to which they replied, turn blue, Bobby. Stay sick and turn blue were catchphrases of Goularty. And then it goes on to explain Jar- Jarmouche was a fan of this show, but this is the part that blew my mind. Ernie right. Anderson is also well known for being the father of filmmaker Paul Thomas Anderson.
0: What? Wow. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> so... I knew that bit. Did not um, yeah. just because I knew that P. T. Anderson's uh production company is called Goulardi. Yeah. So that's I why I knew that. I didn't know, uh, but
1: yeah, I, I didn't know. But I, I didn't, didn't know the Jim Jarmusch about connection.
0: Yeah. No,
1: I did I did have you ever seen I've never seen Goulardi. Like I didn't I I've never that that seen was, either. So I knew it, that was no, the production company
0: name, but I didn't
1: know why. Like I didn't huh. know anything about his dad. So truly fascinated by that. Like <laughs> yeah again yeah that's just like
2: it's it's he's referencing something he's putting it's like he's tipping his cap to this and uh i wonder i i wonder what people thought of that yeah (laughs) i wonder maybe maybe we're just not getting it i don't know maybe this movie is huge like reviews of this and there's a few like four or five stars but there's a a good number of like ones or half a star where where they're just like jim jarmusch (laughs) did not get me on this
0: one (laughs) well i think that's the thing is that like jim jarmusch is one of those people that some critics are always going to shit on yeah. Like, I don't think he has a universally loved movie. Like, there's people that hate everything he did. But then there's also right. people that uh, I think because they don't want to look stupid and uncultured will pretend to yes. love his movies. Yeah. Sure, right. um, and I, th- I have a feeling that most of the people that gave this one quality reviews are in that camp.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to I would love to talk to those people and say like please explain to me what you saw that that I didn't because I would I would just be very curious to know your 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 point of view on that.
0: Um yeah, I was going to say that uh the reason and just going back a, a few minutes uh the reason I know this isn't the worst movie I've ever seen is because I've watched Caddyshack too.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> Sean, you, you're in a good space in that the floor here yeah. is significantly lower than yeah. than most people's <laughs> floors. So look, this isn't even this isn't even bottom third oh, I, of movies no, we've this, watched. <laughs> you know, this is
2: right I, I, after watching this movie i did have this thought i was like i don't know how i don't know how you guys do it like i do not know how you've been able to do this we're, for so long we're not because well. it is
0: That's- yeah. no, uh- <laughs> just i just we had to do a yeah. whole month of movies that we liked genuinely right. loved that didn't get good reviews just right. to save ourselves yeah
2: right and again, this is why, unfortunately, this movie really is revenge, because there's not even this isn't even like a fun, bad movie. No, it's, Sometimes it's really not. It, it's just it's just like it's a real it's a real just sort of like, fuck you movie to the audience. And I really don't want to say that, but I that's the only conclusion that I kind of come to after after finishing this. So,
0: yeah, I. <sighs> The thing there, there is, there are some genuine quality, like positive points in this movie, yes. which I cannot say about a movie like Transmorphers, for example. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that I, I don't <laughs> right. think, I don't think we had to reach as hard to find the silver linings uh, with this movie as we did with right. some of the other movies that we've watched uh, for the yeah. podcast. Um, yeah. But yeah, like this. And it's not even like, cause I don't think that Jim Jarmusch hates his audience. No, I don't think so either. I, I'm saying FU.
2: But sort this of movie a, is like
0: an FU to the audience in a way.
2: Right. Right. I, don't I can't think, think it of a better way audience. to describe it, though. Yeah, I, I'm... I just... Because, again, like, Zelda's a great character. And and there's so many good characters. And it's... and Oh, but here's the thing. He didn't write the script... This is someone else who wrote it. Uh, he just directed it. And, so,
1: and we're gonna exclusively reveal it here. That author, Chat GPT, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: credited that's- as Chad Gutepe. I
2: mean, yeah, it would it would make perfect sense.
1: And that's look. That's why we re- we've really been doing this. What we're trying to say is pay writers. You know, let's end <laughs> right. this strike. Yes. Let's give them Absolutely. what they're worth
2: a hundred percent pay those oh, yeah. writers a hundred percent because if you don't pay the writers then you're going to just get more of this yeah this is the future of cinema and this was written by a human i think
1: yeah allegedly yeah yeah it, it, look it was written by a human because i don't think a computer could come up with posy juarez that's too good no yeah, y- yeah. you need that jarmouche touch it, it, it
2: in your uh in your research did you find any like i'm I'd be curious to find any interviews with like Bill Murray or Adam Driver um, about their experience or Tilda Swinton about their experience doing this movie. Like I'd be curious to know i I did you know what the press sort of release was for
1: this. I didn't find that, but I did find a story that apparently Bill Murray in his uh, costume and in his police car, Convinced a local woman that he was a cop and got free cider donuts. So I do know that happens. <laughs> Classic Bill. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good Bill. Oh, by the way, I reminded myself too with the posy Juarez and the, like all the names and stuff. We have not talked about the fact that Rizza rolls up in a woo PS yes. truck. <laughs> Fantastic. That
2: was that, yeah, that was, was great. <laughs> that was a great that was a great scene. I mean, that was one of like, and then he he <laughs> he delivers a retro or like a collector's like comic. He lets Bobby keep it, and then he and then he gives him like a pearl of wisdom.
1: Bobby asks for it before he leaves. Right, Bobby asks, yeah, right,
2: yeah. and it, it's. I should have wrote it down. It's like everything. Life is good. Uh, look for the small things or something. Or like, like that. look for
1: the beauty in the small things or something right. to that effect. Yeah. But it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is both great, yeah, but also which... I think we're proving that it didn't stick with us. So
0: now
2: <laughs> right.
0: But it, which, it just yeah. reminds reminds us of the weird friendship between the Rizza and Jim Jarmouche.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it also reminds me that we uh earlier this month as well watched um who's the man. And we commented on the fact that man, it's just that movie was made too early because we didn't get any of the Wu-Tang clan because their acting uh, chops are far and away above <laughs> the average rapper. The average 90s <laughs> rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
2: man. You're always in good hands
1: yeah. when a Wu-Tang member shows up on your screen.
2: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just a hell of a movie. And um when did
0: this this open during the summer? Summer twenty nineteen, I think.
1: Yeah.
2: I summer think so. twenty okay, yeah. 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 I, I I saw it in Columbia and it was a pretty big crowd. And um I think everyone just left being kind of confused. <laughs> just a real it quiet. <laughs> Funnily now. Yeah. Just kind of like shaking their heads and it was very silent.
1: Always a great and, experience. Yeah. <laughs> It reminds me, I uh, I just saw uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy, and there were a lot of little oh, nice. kids uh, that were in the screening that I went to, and when they were leaving, uh-huh. I overheard one of the kids saying to one of the other ones, I liked it, but I didn't understand it, and the other kid was like, well, what didn't you understand? He was like, oh, the story or the plot. So I th- <laughs> yes. feel like that was the same vibe. <laughs> yeah, leaving this I, I movie, I think that
2: would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that'd be a great example for this movie too, because like, which is again astounding to even say that like it's a zombie movie. This is one of the most easiest sort of movies genres you can make. Oh yeah, it's like it's it's been done a million times, mm-hmm. and yet this is one where it's just like, I, I, like you said, Joel earlier, like you just feel. Nothing, kind of,
1: after watching it. Yeah. I mean, it's if you, yeah, like, just didn't know anything about filmmaking, it was your first movie and you made a zombie movie, you would almost inherently make one that was more satisfying to audiences than this, just out of (laughs) the gate, as long as you knew, like, the three things that zombie movies are supposed to do. You know, like, someone gets bit and, like, their friends have to put them down you know, the, the zombies overwhelm a location and burst in, you know, you just hit That's the, right. you play the hits and you're gonna like, people will love it.
2: Yeah. And, and it kind of does that it, again. When there's a scene where he's like, how do you kill a zombie? That was one of the things that was interesting too. And I kind of appreciated this where Adam driver's character was immediately in the first, like 10 minutes, or 20 minutes, of the movie He says, Oh, there's something strange going on. And he's like, yeah, I think it's zombies and it was great to see everyone be like oh yeah maybe and he was right and then he kind of just went throughout the movie saying like oh you have to shoot him in the head and i guess the reason he was doing that is because as we learn at the at the end of the movie that he read the script right um so he knew all this he knew
1: but Um, but it is refreshing i do i do take that as a silver lining because it's always like a weird Sort of cutesy thing that a lot of zombie movies do where they'll never use the word zombie and they'll, yes. it's always in a world that isn't familiar with the concept right. of zombies. Yeah. So it's refreshing right. anytime yeah. a movie is just like, those are zombies. And so now we have right. to follow zombie rules. Right, which
2: which kind of makes you think again. It's another part where you lean in. He's like, okay, yeah, this is, this is, you know, he's doing a parody of zombies, and and Adam Driver knows the score, and so they're going to kind of touch on all these other cliches, and it just never, it just never happens.
1: Yep. So yeah, uh, I look, I, I mean, the one. Last silver lining that I do want to say, we already talked about the scene and I mean, we played it sure. up front, but look, is there no one in this world better at showing up for one <laughs> scene and crushing it than Carol Kane? I mean, no, there no. Is, yeah, it's just there the best, <laughs> the absolute best. And she's great.
0: It's
2: the best. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love her so much. <laughs> I
2: love it. Yeah. I love that
1: scene. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: no. She said two words in the whole movie.
1: Yeah. And it was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, and again, it's it's her and Bill Murray reuniting, you know, from yes. Scrooged. after Scrooged, you know, because if you saw that, you would
0: assume their uh, next project
1: would be this for sure.
0: Uh, yeah, twenty years later, <laughs> thirty years I mean, later, the, shit.
2: I, yeah, right. I, I will say that maybe this was maybe this was just like Jim Jarmusch's selfish attempt to get all of his friends together yeah like maybe that's all all that it was because he was like i haven't seen these guys in probably a number of years uh why not why not get them together make a a bullshit movie and uh and just have some fun like after he probably knocked out this movie in like 30 days and and look (laughs) at most
1: joking but yeah but yeah look jim jarmusch if you're listening and we know that you are uh, yeah. The next time you want to do that, if you just want to hang out with your friends, go the Adam Sandler, John Favreau route and just make a couple's island destination <laughs> right. movie. Just right. go to a, a resort and just film on yeah. location. And that's what the movie yeah. is. Right? Yeah. That's what I would do if I was a director. Yeah. I would. Hey, I got this great idea. It's where I live in a resort for two months while I film this and all my friends are in it. That's yeah. That's yeah. the dream. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i completely agree yeah so, if you if you happen to see him in l.a joel please just ask him about this yeah are I'll, we saying
0: we want jim jarmusch to direct an adam sandler movie is that what we're oh, saying 100 percent. that's no, what we that would
1: be what if he did an adam sandler be, movie with no jokes like it was like this so it's adam sandler punch oh, but it's, glove. But it's, <laughs> no but it's not it's not uncut jim right. it's not punch drunk love it's right. it has
0: the trappings of an adam sandler comedy. it's adam sandler playing uh arrested development man child yeah,
1: he's a he's a young he's a man who's supposed to take over his father's empire who is too irresponsible. Uh, but it's not yeah, funny, right? right. <laughs> and everyone like Kevin Nealon is in it, like David yes. Spade's in it. Like we get right. all of the <laughs> Steve Buscemi, right. obviously um, is going to be the whole there. Happy Madison
0: gang is in it. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah. again,
1: none of them do it. And also, please put Tom Waits in that movie.
0: Yes, um, Tom,
1: yeah, plays Tom Waits plays Adam Sandler. He
2: plays his dad, his rich dad. There's a Tom Waits movie that Jim Jarmusch, I believe, directed where oh man, he escapes prison. Do you know this one? You it's uh um,
1: but now I want to see it. Oh, oh, man, I'm in, I'm in. I am sold. Oh,
2: i yeah. got to find it. Because it's actually really good. Uh I know we're low on time, but I gotta find this this uh sure. Uh it is Oh, Down by Law came out in 1986. Oh, wow. It's an excellent movie. Uh, Roberto Benigni is in it also. Sure. <laughs> uh, Tom Waits, John Lurie, who is the artist who had that really great show on HBO for like two or three seasons. But it's, it's one of the better Jim Jarmusch movies. Uh, highly recommend. All right. Yeah, I'm still, still a fan of his, but uh, hey. At the end of the day, he got away with it. He did. God bless.
1: He, he <laughs> did. And he's going <laughs> to, he, and totally got away with it. He's not going to be a movie jail. They're still going to let him make new stuff. Right. And all of these people will come back. So, in, in, yeah, this ruined no careers.
0: More-
2: Right, yeah. And what's more terrifying than a movie that you can't stand, and yet you have to be lo- trapped in the theater? You don't have to be trapped there, but you sit in the theater
1: and you watch the whole thing. So, uh, hats off to you, Jim. <laughs> well, also hats off to you, Sean, because you yes. did it. You did it, you son of a thanks, bitch. Thanks,
2: guys. Thank you, you got too. your revenge, you you bastard.
0: <laughs> you, you rat
1: bastard. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh man. man. I would, I would watch that robot movie 500 more times before watching <laughs> this a third time. <laughs>
1: oh man. All right. Well, Sean, if, is there, do you want to point people to anything? Do you want to promote anything before we're out? Uh, no, no promotions. Um, you're not eating mozzarella no, no. sticks anymore.
2: I was going to say, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll plug uh, stick picks. Um, um, Shout out to Caroline. Uh, hope everything's going well in LA for her. And uh, yeah, uh, if you like uh, mozzarella Sticks, check out Stick Picks on YouTube. And uh, even if you don't watch it, uh, shout out to uh, Mozzarella Sticks.
0: Right. Shout the, out to Mozzarella Sticks. Best, if
2: not, yeah, uh, if not the best appetizer, certainly in the top three.
1: Here, here's to tie, and, in, to tie it all together. When I saw Guardians got some mozzarella sticks from AMC. This is nice. solid. Oh, okay. Nice. Solid choice.
2: Uh, yeah. I uh, I haven't tried the AMC mod sticks yet. They're, they're pretty good. They're, they're only
1: like eight bucks. Like, they're surprisingly oh. cheap for for, like, movie theater mozzarella sticks, so... How many How many did you get, like, was, five? No, it was... I want to say it was, like, eight. Like, it was a good... Wow! Yeah. Like, they're kind of... Eight, eight for eight! They're, <laughs> like, thin, you know? They're not...
2: Okay, sure. But
1: they're... But they It was solid. That's my... There you go. So, you... Oh, great. There's a stick pick. You got homework, Sean. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Jill.
2: Oh, yeah. I got I to go. Great. I got to go. I got to name instead.
1: All right, man. But yeah, this is a blast. It's always good. This Thanks is great. This is fun. Thanks again, Robin on. This is, this is a lot of
2: fun. Silver Linings Playback is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on Apple Podcasts. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one.
0: I see there is a new episode of Hobo Radio in my podcast feed. I find I'm so excited I can barely sit still or hold a thought in my head. I think it's the excitement only a Hobo Radio listener can feel. A Hobo Radio listener at the start of a long episode whose conclusion is uncertain. I hope Joel makes a joke about banging Lars's mom. I hope Lars tries and fails to coin a new catchphrase. I hope they talk about Batman. I hope. Hobo Radio is a pop culture podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. It is available wherever you get your podcasts.